my teaching. Why is that important? Good morning and welcome to Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. I'm Chris Yao, your host. Scott Stewart coming your way in just a moment. We've got a fantastic show lined up for you as we will get, bring you all of the news from around our area. Of course, we've also got sports and the weather. So all of that coming your way in just a moment. But before we do anything else, we're going to send you down to Pulaski where Scott Stewart has your wrap. So hey everybody, it's Scott Stewart with Pulaski Citizen Wrap this week. Apostle Stanley Garrett is our citizen spotlight this week and his photo graces the top and center of the front page. You know, with all that's been going on related to the holidays lately, uh, it's been kind of hard to get the hard to get the hard news in, I guess is the way you'd say it. But I did manage to squeeze a little news out of the county commission meeting last week. There's a lot more to be done, but the one story I did get out for this week is about the county commission's decision to fund uh, body cams, car cams, and tasers, uh, new taser systems for the Giles County Sheriff's Department. There was a very interesting discussion about the need for this, as well as how to fund it. And, uh, you know, we'll be getting the rest of that meeting in over the next few weeks. The County Commission's not gonna meet in December, so there's plenty of time to get that. And there's a lot, there's actually several other uh, meetings and items that we need to talk about. One, one thing they talked about last week was the First Amendment resolution that I did not get to get in this week and we'll follow up with that coming up soon. So just stay tuned to the Plasky Citizen. There's all kinds of news that's been going on. It's just the holidays and we want to make sure we don't miss that, right? <laughs> Speaking of the holidays, the Giles County Courthouse lawn is ready to spring to life Thursday night. The tree is up, the lights are hung, and don't miss my newest favorite thing that we do at the holidays, which is the county Christmas tree lighting. It's going to be right down here on the square Thursday at the courthouse lawn. Don't miss it. So Minor Hill had theirs. Everybody else is about to have theirs except for Pulaski. What could it be? It's Christmas parades. That's right. Right there on the front, Minor Hill had their Christmas parade Sunday. Everybody with Pulaski is having theirs this weekend, and we've got a full schedule plus pictures from Minor Hill. So make sure you find out where all the Christmas parades are going to be because you know you got to tell the kids, you know who's at the end of the Christmas parade, every one of them. That's right, Santa Claus himself. Also on the front page, uh, the Richland High School Theater Arts class is all decked out for their play, Dear Mrs. Claus. And you can see that this week, and there's a schedule right there in the cut line with the picture. Inside, we wrap up the Secretary of State Trey Hargett's visit to Pulaski a few weeks ago with a, a grant check that he dropped off at the Giles County Archives. The 22nd Judicial District Attorney General Britt Cooper's office will hold their annual ceremony to honor the victims of homicides in Murray, Lawrence, Giles, and Wayne counties. Tuesday, December the 5th, right over there in Lawrenceburg. The guest speaker this year is Dawn Grimes, whose husband Jim Grimes was murdered in Giles County and his murder remains unsolved. Also inside is Realtors Week, obituaries, docket, backward glances, Property transfers, we've got a fraud alert from the sheriff. Giles Pass highlights Amit Town. There's community briefs, church briefs, and a whole lot more. It's all in this week's Plasky Citizen. Get your copy today. Back to you, Chris. Thanks, Scott, so much. We appreciate it. Time now for your Main Street Murray wrap, where you can find the front page stories of this week's Main Street Murray. A really interesting and cool story 
from a local 4-H student here in Murray County who had a chance to present a, a Tennessee walking horse exhibition at a recent University of Tennessee football game. And so make sure to check that out on the top of the front page. We've also got a, uh, a story on what you can expect event-wise uh, with uh, holiday events here in Columbia, including, of course, this weekend's Christmas parade. So make sure to uh, check that out. We also have several stories from local government. The Murray County Commission uh, is seeking lobbying help for uh, potential impact fee votes coming up in the next legislative se session. Uh, also, the city of Spring Hill will be changing the way that it uh, presents candidates to voters thanks to a new state law that will take place in January. Uh, the city had to change the way that it typically uh, elects aldermen in the city. So there's a story on what they do now, how that's changing, and what you can expect going forward. And in the city of Mount Pleasant, they will be uh, soon looking for a new city manager as Kate Collier announced that she will be uh, retiring in the coming months. And so she, the, the city will be looking to replace her. And so you can find out uh, how that's happening as well, all on the front page of Main Street Murray. Gonna send you back down to Scott Stewart now, who's got your Lawrence County Advocate Wrap. Hey everybody, it's Scott Stewart, and this is Lawrence County Advocate Wrap for this week. Cade Schultz will be the Grand Marshal for the 68th annual Lawrence County Christmas Parade coming up this weekend. The young man was injured just last year in an automobile accident, and he has inspired thousands of Mid-State residents. Other information about Saturday's parade is available right there on the front page of the advocate this week. Also on the front is a message from Main Street Media owner Dave Gould explaining the results of our recent reader survey and uh, how we plan to turn that information into a better newspaper for you, our readers. We've got three great stories from Sandy Mashburn on the front page this week. First is Shop with a Cop, great program. If you don't know anything about it, check it out. Also the Safe Haven Baby Box that's coming in Lawrenceburg, another great program. And also, the kiddos can find out where to take those letters to Santa where he might just send them back a uh, response, okay? So uh, the, all that's on the front page. Inside, I got to go out a few weeks ago to the Crossroads Volunteer Fire Department and uh, had some good food out there and also uh, found out about their fundraiser from Music at the Mill. And uh, I got that information in a photo right there on page A2 in this week's paper. There's a there's a county primary election coming up in March, and December 14th is the deadline for candidates to qualify. So if you would like to uh, find out about that, look on the inside. Also on the inside, um, tourism brought in $28 million to Lawrence County last year. We've got news from the library. We've got county council awards banquet. We've got uh, Leoma Baptist Operation Christmas Child story. And hey, this week, are you ready for this? This week, we got two, count them, two pages of puzzles and comics right there in the Advocate for you. If you, if you can't get excited about that, I don't know what we're going to do for you. The final football contest of the year is also this week, and there's a lot more going on in the Advocate that I can't even, don't even have time to talk about. So pick up your copy of the Lawrence County Advocate today. We'll be right back after this. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, 
is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the pig. Having a good, confident smile and being able to portray that positivity to others is really helpful. A professional family atmosphere is what we get every time we come here. Our hygienists do a better job at kind of assessing mouths and coming up with plans than most dentists do. They're very kind and they're very aware of other people. I think if there's things that I would want you to leave here with, I want you to feel like you were heard, that we listened to you, and I want you to feel like that your concerns were addressed. Welcome in this week in Murray County. I am here with President and CEO of Worldwide Stages, Kelly Frey. Kelly, thanks for taking some time with us. This is great. I appreciate you coming to look at our new facility here in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Yeah, new facility. That is a, uh, it's an interesting way to put it because it absolutely is a new facility despite the fact that this building has obviously been here for a little over 30 years now. It has. We bought the building from the city of Spring Hill. They had originally envisioned using it for a library and a police station, but realized the capital cost that would be required to do that. So we looked at it. It was perfect for our use. It was a labor of love. We had to completely rehab the building. We spent literally millions of dollars here resurfacing the floors, replacing ceiling tile, taking care of the walls, trying to make it an exceptional five-star type of luxury space for production people from music, TV, and film. Now, this being a former site of the Saturn headquarters, it obviously was a massive building. Now, is that something that, that drew you guys to this building, just having the available space? That's part of the, the uh, appeal of this building. We've got 320,000 square feet on 38 acres, so it's a massive complex. And it also had some special things here that we would not have found typically in a commercial building. So, for example, we have a 70-seat theater that we've been able to retask. Our clientele is primarily in the production industry with entertainment. So, for example, when a feature film comes in to shoot their, uh, their film here with us, uh, they utilize our theater in conjunction with screening dailies so that they can make sure they've got all the shots. Now, to be in the Spring Hill area, obviously you've got a great location. You're right off of Saturn Parkway, which is just a few miles off the interstate. It's, it's easy to get in. It's easy to get out. And, but you're still a member of this community. And why is that important for, for, for worldwide stages? I mean, you guys could just say, we're out here on the fringe and, Thank y'all, we appreciate it. But instead, you've, you've chosen to be a really integral part of this community. We really do. We want to be a good corporate citizen. Uh, I've participated as a member of the board on multiple nonprofits in the entertainment industry here in town. Uh, I was president of the Nashville Film Festival, on the board of the Nashville Opera, uh, on the board of the Historic Franklin Theater. Uh, I'm currently serving on the board of the Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce. Uh, but it's more than just service through the boards. For example, when we have a guest come in, they may bring uh, 100 or 150 employees with them that are part of the production. And we have uh, a three-ring binder that's about four inches thick. And in that binder, we have 
uh, a one-page summary of all the local merchants. So if someone needs gas or they need uh, pharmaceuticals or they need cosmetics or they need flowers or timber, uh, they have the ability to go through that book and look at who the local merchants are because that's what we'd like to do. We'd like for them to spend their production budget here locally and increase the economics of the local community. So now that you're officially open, uh, you know, press release has been sent out. It's, it's official. You guys are here and you're already expanding from what you started with. You know, what has been the reaction from some of these uh, production companies and artists? What, what, what have they said when they walk in and when they leave? The first thing they say is, wow, because they can't believe that they can get the production facilities at the level of luxury that we provide here. It's almost like a five-star hotel that just happens to have production facilities. And uh, given the, the service that our staff provides while they're here, people look at this as just being a safe, comfortable environment in which to produce their entertainment content. So people will say, wow, this is the best production experience I've ever had. Or uh, I was touring with a, uh, a tour manager of an A-list music talent, and there just happened to be a music rehearsal in one of our stages, and the, the other tour manager was there, and he said, man, once you come here, you'll never go anywhere else to produce. And uh, but probably my favorite comment came from uh, Bob Weir, who's the surviving member of the Grateful Dead. Uh, who's rehearsed here with us and who got off his tour bus and walked into the lobby and said, wow, man, that's really cool. <laughs> and that's, that's the biggest compliment that's you can get. That's the biggest right? compliment you can get. Yeah. Well, it is a phenomenal facility. If you get a chance to check it out, if you are looking for production space, because we know that you never know who's looking. Uh, but uh, we encourage you to come down to Spring Hill because this is one of the finest places that you'll ever see. So thank you guys for hanging out with us here this week in Murray County. Kelly, thank you again for your hospitality. It has been a pleasure and uh, we hope to see you again soon. Absolutely. Thanks so much. It's been This Week in Murray County. I'm Chris Yao from Spring Hill. We'll see you next week. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service and our ortho quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the pig. Mockingbird Title and Escrow is an attorney-owned and operated full-service title company in Middle Tennessee. We get your deals closed without worry and fuss. We're a family business that offers the highest level of expertise in our industry when it comes to closing and funding your real estate transactions. And it's, it's a job I really love. Uh, I'm passionate about this. I'm enthusiastic about this. I like to think we're pretty well-rounded and can deal with a wide range of, of needs and a wide range of clients. Call 615-274-8698 today. Welcome back into Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. Time now to take a look at sports. Maurice Patton is standing by. Thanks, Chris. In this week's print edition of Main Street Murray, we have coverage of 
the Mr. Football finalists that were announced recently, which includes Mount Pleasant's Darian Mesa. He's one of three guys up for the Class 2A Mr. Football Award. He will be attending a luncheon on December 5th at Nissan Stadium along with Stone Wallace from Decatur County Riverside and Isaiah Groves from East Robertson. Unfortunately, those two will be playing in this weekend state championship game. But um, the three of them will be on hand for that presentation again next Tuesday, and we will be on hand for that as well. Coverage again of that in this week's Main Street Murray. Also, we have capsules, pre preview capsules, except most everybody has wrestled by now, um, of our area wrestling teams. Got some high school basketball coverage, as always, because it's basketball season. And of course, speaking of the state football championships, most Stradamus weighs in on all nine state championship games in Chattanooga, starting with the Division II games on Thursday, continuing with Class 3, 1, and 5 on Friday, and then Classes 2, 4, and 6 on Saturday. So be sure and check out this week's print edition of Main Street Murray for all that, as well as our final Red Zone Rundown, where we have final season stats for our football teams, our players, and our leaders there. And that's what we've got in print this week. Again, coming up, more high school basketball, more high school wrestling. So be sure and check us out on the website at MainStreetMurray.com, as well as our print edition. Thanks, Mo. Wade Neely has a report from Pulaski. So, Wade, take it away. What's up, folks? Wade Neely here, sports editor at the Pulaski Citizen, giving you a recap of what is in this week's paper, November 29th edition of the PC Sports page. Lead story this week, Giles County falls in tough fashion, 38-7. to in the Class 3A semifinals last Friday night at Alcoa. That game was broadcast on Pulaski Citizen Live, and you can check it out on demand. But Giles County, really a similar script to their previous two meetings versus Alcoa, needed to play virtually a perfect game, and they did not do that, falling once again 38-7. to Tough luck from Giles County as they got off to a great start, moved the ball right down the field, but then they ran into trouble and had to turn the ball over on downs. Alcoa goes up 7 to nothing. Alcoa goes up 14 to nothing, and things kind of went from bad to worse from that point. As Giles County falls behind 21 zip, you're thinking the towel is getting ready to be thrown in in the first half. But the Bobcats, they're a talented team and they're a very prideful program. They rally back. They make it 21 to 7. But it's a bittersweet moment as the only drive that they scored points in last Friday's ball game, they also lost their starting quarterback, Johnny Jackson, who suffered an ankle injury. Jackson was lost for the rest of the game, and Giles County, even though they scored on that possession, totally kind of had to abandon their original game plan and did not have much to do offensively in the second half, as again, Alcoa wins that one. 38-7. to Alcoa is getting ready to take on East Nashville in another rematch of the 3A championship game. It's been a rematch in the semifinals for three years with Giles County and Alcoa, and it'll be a rematch in the Blue Cross Bowl for three straight years between East Nashville 
and the Tornadoes. Other headlines include Richland Lady Raiders improving to 3-0. and We have recaps from their win last week versus Community, and also you can read about their win earlier this season versus Spring Hill. Speaking of the Raiders, Coach Jason Loveless had the Raiders pick up their first win of the year. You can read all about the big win versus Community last week as RHS uh, just two early season games, and they picked up their first one after they suffered a loss to Eagleville. Bounce back with a nice win, 67-35 to versus the Vikings. As always, we have words from our good friend Larry Woody. Make sure you check that out. Woody is uh, cranking out content at a lightning pace lately, and they're always fun. They're always entertaining. You never know what you're going to expect from our good friend Larry Woody. And toward the back of our paper this week, we have a great piece from our good friend at Main Street Murray, he's none other than Chris Yao. And Chris had a terrific story that kind of hits a little close to home in terms of media coverage. Read all about how the TSSAA has an exclusive contract that is kind of shutting out local broadcasters when it comes to broadcasting high school sports in the postseason. So that's a recap of what all is in this week's edition of the paper. Still to come, we will have full coverage of the UT Southern women's soccer team. We weren't able to squeeze it in this week, but UTS did pick up a win in their round of 16 matchup down in Orange Beach. Women's soccer is gunning for its fourth national championship, and they've uh, gotten off to a fast start winning their match in the penalty kick shootout versus Benedictine. We couldn't squeeze it in last week, but we will have a full breakdown from Orange Beach in next week's edition of the paper. And hopefully, hopefully, we will have uh, two weeks' worth of content because if UTS is able to make it to the championship game, that will be played next Monday. So hopefully the Firehawks can fight their way into the championship and we will have two weeks' worth of content on UTS playing for a national championship. That's all that we have in this week's edition. Reminder, if you missed anything in print, you can find it online, as always, at PulaskiCitizen.com. Wade Neely, sports editor, saying so long for now. Thanks again. All right, when we come back, we've got more mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee, including your weekly forecast right after this. Stick around. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Walker. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, Ari Dickey. Ari, did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was nice. Has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham. Ryan McGee. <laughs> <laughs> other guy Wham married the best looking girl Bananarama, so other guy Wham had a pretty good life. From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media social platforms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice. They have always met wildest expectations as far as taking care of my teeth and my health. You know, teeth health is very important now to your heart. And I told him one day, I said, I'd love to have nice teeth and nice hair. And uh, he said, uh, well, I can take care of the teeth, 
but I can't take care of the hair. And I said, you can make my teeth? He said, yeah. I said, well, let's go for it. And he did. And I have been tremendously pleased. Dr. Hart, if you need him at night, he's here. This staff here will take care of you 24-7. You don't have to worry about, I can't get a hold of my dentist, my tooth's hurting. No, they will be here for you. And if I could get Dr. Hart to take that same artistry that he has and grow hair, then he would, he would be double rich. Welcome back into Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. Time now to take a look at the weather. We've got your forecast from our friends at Tennessee Valley Weather. From the Tennessee Valley Weather Channel, this is your weather today. Good Wednesday morning to you. I'm Kelly Rawson in the Tennessee Valley Weather Center with the check at your forecast. We are waking up very chilly this morning with temperatures in the low to mid 20s, eventually warming up into the 30s, 40s, and maybe even the mid 50s by this afternoon. Abundant sunshine, not many clouds in the sky, and you'll see temperatures warm up quite nicely. A little bit more comfortable out there with temperatures in the mid 50s by this afternoon. Again, not a cloud in the sky expected, but clouds will move in heading into Wednesday night and Thursday, but we do stay dry for the rest of Wednesday. Those clouds don't arrive till overnight. You can see here on Futurecast, Thursday morning will be dry, but rain does move in Thursday overnight into Friday. You can see that here on the seven day forecast from the Tennessee Valley Weather Center. Overnight rain is likely heading into Thursday night and Friday with a few morning showers still lingering. We're going to have overnight rain once again Saturday into Sunday with lingering showers still for the first half of Monday. That's going to do it for this edition of Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. Uh, once again, a lot of great events coming up this week in Columbia. Uh, we've got our Christmas parade on, and tree lighting on Saturday, December 2nd. Uh, obviously, on the downtown square, always a good time. Live music and, and so much more. Again, you can find out all the things happening on the front page of Main Street Murray or at MainStreetMurray.com. Make sure to come, come out and check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'd love to have you guys come down and spend some time in Columbia and in the rest of Southern Middle Tennessee, Pulaski, Lawrenceburg, uh, and surrounding communities. Once again, thanks for joining us here on Mornings on Main Street. We'll see you back next week right here on Main Street Media Television.